Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. <clears throat> it's been a while. Man, it seemed like it's been such a long time. But um, I just wanted to uh, come back on and, and bring you a message that the Lord had dropped into my heart. And before, I remember I was talking about um, renewing the mind. And so I think that's where I want to pick up at because uh, I'm going to tell you that your mind is absolutely um it's the key to success uh, when dealing in the Christian life. You know, everything is um, is about your mind. The Bible says in Proverbs to guard your mind with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. You know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That heart, the Greek word heart is translated into mind. So everything is about your mind, the way you think. Um, the way you process, it's all about your mind. Success is going to come from the way you think. And besides that, if you can see it, you can believe it, you know. And so the thing is, you have to be diligent with your mind. And so I want to continue that series on renewing your mind. But let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your goodness and mercy. You've been so good to us. You've been so kind. Now bless your word today. God, let it go out and let it deliver what you uh, desire it to do. Let it do, God, what needs to be done and bless the people of God. Bless these lips to speak your word. And Lord God, let my spirit be in tune with your spirit today. And Holy Spirit, speak through me in Jesus name. Amen. And so the last time uh, we talked about uh, <clears throat> renewing the mind, uh, we came from Romans 12 and 2. And let's just go back and um, and read that foundational scripture and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by renewing your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so the first thing he says there is to be not conformed to this world. And so when you think of this world, uh, you think of a lot of bad things. Let me just read you something in Ephesians. Uh, the second chapter says you were dead in trespasses and sins in which you used to walk when you conformed to the ways of this world and of the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit who is now at work in the sons of disobedience. All of us also lived among them at one time, fulfilling the cravings of our flesh, indulging its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature children of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our trespasses and sins. It is by grace that you have been saved. So when you go back and you think of be not conformed to this world, the world is everything I just read. You know, the world is um, diametrically opposed to God. Everything in the world is in opposition to God. I'm not talking about the earth. I'm talking about the world system that says we don't need God. We can do it ourselves. We're our own gods. Uh, all those kind of silly things. That's the world system. Be all you can be. There's nothing wrong with that. But apart from God, 
then it's something wrong with that. So the big thing, be not conformed to this world. But then how do we do that? There has to be some way to do that. First of all, let's go back and talk about it. If we're going to come out of this world system, the first thing we need to be is born again. We have to be saved. Do you remember that conversation that Jesus had with Nicodemus? When Nicodemus was asking Jesus, he came to him by night and he was talking to Jesus. And uh, Jesus told Nicodemus, he said, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And of course, Nicodemus replied, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter into his mother's womb a second time? So Jesus began to talk to him about the flesh and the spirit being born of the flesh, being born of the spirit and water. And so basically Jesus told him, you must be born again, which means you must be born from above. So before you can do anything, you have to be born again. And so brothers and sisters, you know, I know a lot of folks listen to this podcast and, you know, I just, you know, I just preach the word and put it out there and let the word hit you where it might. But if you're not born again, then you cannot experience uh, being transformed and being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You will always conform to this world because your spirit is connected to this world. You're connected to this world. I mean, by your spirit and by your nature, you're connected to this world. But when you get born again, and that's us. If you've ever accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, then 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. So you're a child of God. You're already uh, saved. And, and so God has already um, brought you out of darkness into this marvelous light. The scripture says he made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our trespasses. And by grace, have we been saved? And so we're already saved. So now it's time for us to renew our minds. So let's talk about that. That scripture in Romans 12, 2, it says again, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then he says that you may prove what is that good, acceptable and perfect will of God. So the question is, what does it mean to renew your mind? What does that mean? Because a lot of people really don't know um, when we talk about renewing the mind. But think of it like this. If your mind was um, in a system where you always felt defeated, maybe uh, you grew up in a, in a situation where your parents always put you down or people around you who quote, they say they love you. They always put you down. They called you names. They called you stupid. Uh, they told you you would never be anything or a mother that told you you're going to be just like your father because your father was an abuser, all those things. And you grew up in that system. A lot of times you will become exactly what they said because that's your mindset. That's what you were accustomed to. That's what you were brought up in. So that's what that's all, you know, that's your survival mechanism living in that environment. All right. So to renew your mind mean to get you to think differently about your circumstances, to think differently about your environment. So when you get born again, the scripture says old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. So you're not the same anymore. So God has brought you into this kingdom, the kingdom of God, 
He's brought you into this kingdom through the Holy Spirit. And now he wants you to live according to his kingdom. The thing is, your mind is so used to the world system that it takes time for you to renew your mind, to get that to get that stuff out of your mind. So the way you're going to renew your mind is, first of all, you have to understand that it's going to come through the word of God. The word of God is the way that you're going to renew your mind. And that's what the Bible says. And so uh, in Second Timothy, uh, the third chapter, he says this to Timothy. Paul did. He says, continue thou in the things which thou has learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou has learned them, and that from a child thou has known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. All scripture, and this is God, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect or mature, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So you see, brothers and sisters, the scripture clearly tells you that it's the word that's going to renew because it's the word that provides the doctrine. It's the word that provides the correction. It's the word that provides the instruction in righteousness. It's the word that thoroughly furnishes you for good works. It is the word of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the dividing line of the soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the word can go where nothing else can go. So it's God's word that provides the nourishment that's going to provide the change, the renewal of your mind. Okay, so. How do I renew my mind? Now that I know it's the word of God that's going to renew my mind, what is it that I need to do that's going to transform my mind, that's going to get me out of the old way of thinking and get me into this new way? Well, there's a scriptures, brothers and sisters, in Psalms 1, and it says, Bless is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Listen, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now, this is the key thing. First of all, you can see where this man is not conformed to the world because he's not going to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He's not going to stand in the way with sinners and he's not sitting in the seat of the scornful. All right. So that is a depiction of the world system. But then it says that his delight is in the law of the Lord In his law. Doth he meditate day and night? Ding, 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 ding. So what we need to do is, first of all, we're going to have to study the word of God. The scripture says in 2 Timothy 2.15, to study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So as we study the word of God, then we get into meditating the word. And that, that means pondering the word, thinking on the word, thinking about a particular scripture, you know, thinking, taking that scripture apart and really meditating that scripture. What does it mean to me? What was the setting? What did the writer, what was he trying to convey? 
you know, what is it that what what is it that that scripture is saying to me? You know, um, and you have to dissect that scripture and just make sure, obviously, in context and really understand what the word is saying, because the meditation part is the key part, because what that does is it takes that scripture and through the Holy Spirit begin to wash your mind and to think of things the way God thinks. And how do you know how God thinks about an issue or feels about an issue unless you read it and study it in the word of God? You get the word on the inside of you because we says in the scripture, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Right. Well, what mind is that? It's the mind of God. How do you access the mind of God through the word of God? to meditate the word so that your thoughts can be like his thoughts. You know, you can begin to think the things he think. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So everything in the word is a faith, um, is a faith action. It's because of the word that faith comes. And scripture says in Romans, uh, uh, I think, um, well, in the book of Romans, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so what's important is that we understand that as we're meditating, as we're listening to the word, as we're looking at the word, you know, that faith is also coming. And brothers and sisters, what's happening is your mind is being renewed as you take in these scriptures and you begin to meditate these scriptures. You have to break them down to bite size. They have to, you know, you, you don't go and try to take a whole chapter. But what you do, if you want to take like Psalms one, for instance, and maybe meditate, that's a, that's a small chapter. That's a few verses. You can meditate that and see what it's saying, because if you look at Psalms one, it tells you if this man is separating himself from the world and then he's meditating on God's word, guess what's happening? The Bible says he'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. Do you know that a tree, if it's planted by the rivers, will not miss out on any nourishment? It doesn't even matter if it doesn't rain. It's already by the riverside. It's by the river. And that water is going to always bring nourishment to that tree. And as a result, the tree will bring forth fruit in its season, right? And he won't suffer any drought whatsoever because his leaf shall not wither. But whatever it do, he doeth shall prosper. So he's making an analogy there. And he's saying that this man will be like that tree. He's plugged in. And so everywhere he goes, his needs are met. Everywhere he goes, he's getting a flow from the word because he's plugged in. Just like that tree is plugged in near the river, we can be plugged into God through his word and through the Holy Spirit and that God will begin to move masterfully in our lives and cause us to prosper in everything. Did you know that God said he would bless the work of our hands, that everything we do will prosper? You know, in Joshua one and eight, he told Joshua, he said, this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth, but you should meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then you'll have, you'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. So God is telling Joshua as he's beginning to take over from Moses that you need to study this book because this Bible, the book of the law will give you everything you need. I need you to be knowledgeable. I need you to, when you talk to the people to know what you're talking about, I need you to understand my word. And if you do that, you're going to be prosperous in everything that you do. So brothers and sisters, that's just a real short 
uh, synopsis really on renewing your mind. And I'd like to go deeper and I'd like us to talk more about that because it's a whole transformation effect here that has to occur. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, but it takes time. And so next time um, we'll talk about renewing the mind and and then we'll talk about that transformational process as your mind is being renewed and uh, I'll liken it unto some experiences in my life as well. Brothers and sisters, before I go, I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, to just ask you if you've uh, accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you've never accepted Christ, you can't really renew your mind because it doesn't make any sense. Because if you don't have salvation, there's nothing in the word you're going to understand because you can't connect with the Holy Spirit who gives all understanding of the word of God. So if you want to know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus and brothers and sisters, make sure you mean this from your heart. Say, brothers and sisters, I'm sorry. (laughs) Say, Lord, I come before you right now and I'm a sinner. And I repent of my sins. I believe that you died for my sins. And Lord, I believe that God raised you from the dead. Now I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior right now. I accept you. I give my life over to you right now. I thank you for forgiving me for all my sins. Lord, I receive your forgiveness. I receive your salvation. I receive your goodness. And now I'm your child. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer, you're now a child of God. And I'm going to encourage you to go to a good Bible believing church and get in the word of God and begin to study your Bible. You know, the Bible says um, that uh, to desire the sincere milk of the word that you can grow thereby and you will grow and you will be successful. Um, Until next time, brothers and sisters, this is Brother Leonard. Have a blessed day and know that God still has a purpose for your life. Amen.